0: and one of my um students raises her hand this is about 2007 or 8 and at this t- at this point the person who i'm about to name was still on the rise and m- mostly just like a i i guess a youtube celebrity or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they raise their hand and i go yeah and she, and she goes Do you like Justin Bieber? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like 35 or whatever.
1: And you're like, Justin Bieber? And I go,
0: and I literally said, Who's Justin Bieber? Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know who that is.
1: And all the kids lost their minds. And
0: she's like, You know, he's this singer. And I have to like ask like 50 questions to get to like, he was known on YouTube. And I said, Let me get this straight. Because some of the kids were like, what the hell man you know and I'm like let me get this straight I'm like 35 years old and you're surprised that I don't know who a 11 year old on YouTube is (laughs) if I did know who it was you should be concerned I didn't say that part but (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, you'd probably be on a watch list somewhere yeah
2: like him I'm banned from ever being within 100 yards of him If you call that like. Uh. Alrighty.
0: Should we lay into this situation?
1: Let's lay into it. Okay.
0: Well, for reference, you are listening to the Gimme 5 podcast episode 217, Side A? Side All? Side Everything? Side All. Side Everything? This is the Give Me Five podcast. It's a. a I'm going to go with mildly entertaining. Show
1: somewhat entertaining. <laughs> it was
2: semi entertaining, and then you got here, and it got mildly entertaining. Now
0: it's a notch above. Now
1: Sleepy. we no longer have semis.
0: <laughs> Aw, <laughs> here I am working out for nothing. Um, a semi entertaining show.
1: You're trying to get the semi back about
0: yeah. a. Very, it's not working about very entertaining things. Uh, this is a side a episode actually we we'll get to that. <clears throat> this is a side episode uh that means we're gonna talk about pop culture we're gonna do some entertainment news uh, movies. I don't know if there's any music or books this week, but there could be uh we're also there gonna, always could be music there always could it's, be music. It's inevitable, probably Justin Bieber flavored music um and w- <laughs> we're definitely gonna talk some Florida. And uh, whatever else caught uh, caught our eye this week? They call me Omar Van Helsing, and I'm joined by Sam W.
2: Do I want to be Sam W.? I, I do. I, because I I'm Dean, motherfucker. I don't know the difference, but if this means I have to be related to you, then I'm, I can't do that because of, you know... You're that one cousin of yours that I, (laughs) because of that one cousin of yours that I had to put a garter belt on at a wedding. And if I'm related to you and yeah, well, either way. No, she doesn't. Uh, Well, I, I, I I love you, Rob's cousin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's Sam W with too much info and uh, Dean W.
1: Yeah, that's
2: right.
0: Yeah. So the W, uh, what does the W stand for? Winchester. Very good. I was gonna go, well with Dean, it could also have been Ween. Uh
2: wicked hot cousin.
0: <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh boy. Fair enough.
2: Guys, uh huh. We uh we've got other stuff going on this week, so there will be no side B episodes. So as the regular listeners know, uh that uh, too much of us could be a problem. So every once in a while, we have to kind of take a little bit of a break. That's what she said. Wow. Uh, (laughs) So our side A episodes are usually uh, current reviews for the most part. You know, it's current things on TV, movies, music, all that fun stuff that we just talked about. Our side B episodes are deep dives into crappy movies from the past. But Rob, being the uh, health provider that he is, has to step away this week to spend Thanksgiving early with his family, mm-hmm. and me, being the old guy at the concert that I am, have to step away this weekend to go to uh, EDC to hang out with with my fellow young people. To quote Steve Buscemi, uh,
0: <laughs> "That's a good uh, one."
2: Yeah, Hello, fellow young people, or whatever he yeah. says. Um, <laughs> to to hang out at the uh, the the techno. EDM uh, concert so we'll talk about that momentarily and uh, so there'll be no Side B episode this week we're sorry but we're going to probably do a little bit more stuff for the Side A episode
0: or we'll just phone it in and Maybe. that was the Gimme 5 podcast for this week have a great <laughs> night everybody hope you all enjoy <laughs> we're done out
2: <laughs> so, so what are we actually talking about
0: I don't, know. I don't know. Nothing.
1: I didn't do it, anything. It, it, it's, it's right there below. The, it's on, it's, it's on, the it's on, fine, it's on. fine, fine, fine. <laughs> uh,
0: the uh, Apple TV's the foundation, which I really, really want to see. I'm really excited about that.
2: Um, Finch. I think it's actually Foundation, but I typed that wrong.
0: It is Foundation. That in the book is. I, I didn't know if maybe the movie was like maybe they for the show purposes or whatever they titled it differently. Um, Finch. Which is also available on Apple TV, which I have not heard of. And uh, Netflix's Night Teeth, which... uh,
2: Yeah, we'll get to that. It's a movie about flossing. It's (laughs) it. And the
0: dangers of gingivitis. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, we usually spoil the heck out of things when we talk about them and review them, because this is, in fact, a review show. However, if you could tell by the past five minutes or so, we don't know what we're talking about. So it's a good chance we're not actually spoiling things because we don't understand the stuff that we're watching. We might
0: be reviewing the wrong movies. We don't know.
2: We don't know. Yeah. So, you know, was, if you...
1: there was some debate about some of the stuff that we should review, but some people haven't seen it yet. And yeah.
2: So anyway, uh, there may be spoilers if that pisses you off. Uh, you can pick Sorry. and choose, you can pick and choose what we're actually saying. Uh, to, you know, decide whether or not we spoiled it. So, uh, uh, news? I,
0: I think we should jump right into the Travis Scott thing.
2: Okay, so I, I'm going to kind of rant here. Um, I'm going to, this, obviously we are a small time show, but there's a couple, there's, so I'm going to rant with actual facts that I know without going too deep on Mm -hmm. pointing like blaming anybody just for legalities and all that stuff but uh i go to a lot of concerts like a lot of i've probably been to more concerts than the two of you combined just yeah you're like i
0: love concerts and your concert attendance puts me to shame
2: yeah um i can tell i i'm not against crowds i know some some people on the show are I don't want to be in the midst of a crowd, but I don't mind being around crowds. Um, And only once in my entire life have I ever felt not safe at a concert. And that was a livestock concert in Zephyr Hills, Florida, uh, 1997 or 8. Was that when Motley Crue played? It was when Motley Crue came back for the first time in like five or six years at that time. Yeah. And Since Dr. um, Feelgood. uh, Yeah. Yeah. They – it was the first time – well, Motley Crue had been touring with a different singer, but either way, long story short, I ended up in the front row when Motley Crue came on, and I would have probably been severely hurt if there was – and this is going to sound weird, and you guys are going to joke, but there were two bikers behind me, and they saw – and they, like – so it was – there were two girls in front of me and my friend.
1: Like, were they uh, in spandex and bicycle helmets?
2: Not those type of bikers. Like, oh. I think – like, leather and – uh and names like Chud you know, like <laughs> and Spike, <laughs> things like that. Well, either way, I don't know who they were, but as soon as the crowd started like crushing forward when Motley Crue came on, they both put their hands on the metal wall in front of us and locked their elbows to make sure that me, me, my friend, and the two girls in front of us didn't get like squished. And they were able to hold um, off the crowd like that. Uh, I was. I looked down and you could like see their like arms like shaking. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, that was the only time out of all of the shows I've been to, so when I started seeing news coming out of this concert crush thing, um I was kind of horrified because, like whenever I see any of those crowd stories, I realize how you know if if the wrong people are in charge, the wrong security, the wrong police, it could go bad. The wrong artist <sighs> the wrong artist, yeah, like people that that won't stop, like,
1: like Travis Scott.
2: <laughs> So yeah, I've, I've got a little bit of a, I've got a little bit of a timeline here, and again, there's like, yeah, you know, Omar, you're a teacher. I'm a teacher. Uh, you know if something weird is going on in your classroom of twenty people, thirty people, five people, whatever, you can tell if someone's if something doesn't feel right because someone's hiding something. Even if it's totally someone. quiet, yeah. Yep. So a giant crowd of everyone screaming at you to stop. Of people climbing up onto camera risers to yell at the camera person that someone is dead, Um, which actually did happen. There was a guy that climbed up on the the camera riser, and and then a girl climbed up, too, and got in front of the camera and spun the camera down to aim at the spot where the person was. Uh, Seeing ambulances go in the crowd, and then you still play for an additional 40 minutes. Uh, There's eight people dead. Two are still in critical condition. At this Astro World Astro World concert, uh, which was in uh, I guess Astros Stadium or whatever it's called, but uh, in Houston, um, the by eight thirty uh, p.m. before the show even started, the medical tents were overfilled. By nine p.m., the crowd was surging, and the surge basically was a wave left and right, which is abnormal. Uh, it's usually forward backward. Mm-hmm. Uh, by nine thirty eight, the police declared it. Um, basically said it was a uh, multiple casualty event. So it's 9.38. By 10.10, it took till 10.10 for the concert to stop. That's a major problem.
0: So many questions.
2: There's, there are Why people... Why didn't
1: somebody just go up and pull the plug? That's what I'm
2: saying. There's... Because,
1: because, yeah, maybe Travis Scott doesn't give a fuck, But the but the concert producers, the people who were in charge of the concert, the people who were responsible for the venue, for all of that, somebody should have pulled the plug. And that is fucking criminal, and they all should stand. They all should stand mm-hmm. charges. I mean, that is just ridiculous. Like, I,
2: like I don't know what. There's not like a plug. I mean, I'm, in theory, someone could have jumped into the sound booth and put everything down.
0: Well, in the sound booth, you could just s- slide everything down on those sliders. Yeah. That 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 someone could. That's
1: there's there's not some master switch anywhere that just turns all the power off.
0: Well, I mean, there's. Right. There's so many moving Not, parts for something like that, yeah. But even if you can turn the lights on, you can send someone on stage. You can send cops on stage. You can, yeah. You can. I don't know. There's a thousand thing. You know. I don't know. I would just be like, do everything you can to stop the show. Like, just stop the show. Mm-hmm. Cut the microphone. Cut. You know. I don't know. I mean, there, there's
2: a sh- there's a shot of him like out in the crowd in like this little tower thing, look like a kind of a modern antenna kind of thing where he's standing there. And the person that filmed it is showing a body being worked on, like CPR, and mm-hmm. then looks up and maybe 15 feet away, he glances down at it, which is crazy. Um, I don't know anything about him, and the, the thing is, I don't know if I know his music because I wasn't about to type his name into YouTube or Apple Music and give him that listen.
1: I, w- I won't listen to his music if I know he's the singer.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I, I wouldn't know. Like, meaning I'm not going to purposefully right. give him that right. even a penny. Right. So I don't know anything about that. I know that there has been riots in the past. Um, I heard to... that is,
1: this isn't the first time something Correct. similar to this has happened at one of his shows.
2: Yeah, there was uh, – I saw a picture while I was kind of doing research for this of a person like in a hospital bed from a different show where something had happened. Um, uh, from my experience working concerts uh, – I will tell you, like, I will forever buy every Deftones album that comes out. Because having seen what they do on stage, like, they practically have spotters up there. If someone falls down they'll, and doesn't get up from a pit, they've stopped the show. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, at the when I worked, uh, I think it was Zeta Fest or Bonsai or whatever the Zeta show was. Yeah. Like, they were so cautious about their fans. And to this day, I still buy their albums. Well, they're um, really good. And, I mean, I like yeah. them too. Yeah. But uh, you know, like Pearl Jam almost broke up as a result of of several fans dying at a concert, and that was within a seven that was within a seven minute period of a very weird situation where this way the stage was, and basically it was because everything was too quiet, and as soon as they realized it was happening, they stopped, and it wasn't you know they wasn't their fault because basically there was like kind of a mud slide induced because the ground was wet and one person started sliding That everyone kind of slid down yeah. into the stage but you couldn't tell. Um, So like, you know, there's so many stories like this and there's the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do and keeping going is not the right thing to do. You
1: know, in, in no world is the keeping going the right thing to do in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first heard
0: about this, my first thought was like, You know, you go to those huge shows, like we've all been to those and, you know, uh, I can imagine not being able to keep an eye on the crowd, you know, completely. And so I'm like, well, you know, he kept playing, but maybe, you know, you never know. There's, there's, I don't, I don't want, I I don't, I didn't want to judge immediately. Then more and more stuff comes out and people are like, no, man. This is, like, the umpteenth time that something went wrong and he just didn't stop. And then you find out all this about, like, the cameras are, like, pointing to people, like, laying there getting, you know, like, resuscitated. And and it's like, oh, shit. Okay, this is a – this is wild. And it's also wild in the sense that every other thing that I've ever heard, every other situation that I've ever heard of like this, the band stopped as soon as they figured it out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh my god, I'm sorry. Like, they, they did everything.
2: They were, like, freaking out. This
0: doesn't seem to be the
2: case. What's, what's crazy is just, like, even on Twitter, there's people putting videos up of a bunch of different bands. And, like, there's one of Kurt Cobain sitting down. He sits down on a chair with his guitar to do a slow song. He looks out in the crowd and sees some girl getting molested, like a crowd surfer or something. And he, th- like, pulls the guitar off and he runs over. He's like, look at this asshole. Look what he's do! Look what he's doing. Like, yeah, get them out of here. Like that. And whereas you get the feeling in some of these other shows, someone be like, grab those titties or something like that. That was like, like a Woodstock
0: 99 thing.
2: Yeah. Like, and just after watching that. And I mean, and now I say this because I'm going to a big concert this weekend and I never felt remotely in danger at any of at that show either. Um, But there's still that like, okay, people haven't been in crowds recently. So let's see. uh, Let's see how they handle it.
0: But that's funny though, yeah. because I think at 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 your show this weekend, it's a totally different vibe, and it's a totally it's a different lot of crazy. it's
2: actually a lot of people that want space around them Correct. to do their little hippie do their little hippie dances okay, exactly.
0: So it's it's yeah. a totally different. You're just on a giant dance floor. Mm-hmm. The scariest concert for me was that Pearl Jam show at the at the stadium at Fort Lauderdale, because at mm-hmm. one point my feet were like basically lifted up off the ground by the crowd like the entire crowd was moving and i was just like shuffled around like i had no control over my movements it was and then
2: someone tried to hit you in the face with a lemon but you were saved by some dashing hero
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes and still looking for my knight in shining armor oh it was you greg (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah, well well you I, should you should pleasure me forthwith.
1: <laughs> I, I've never really experienced it, it at a uh at a concert. I have experienced that feeling of of momentary dread, the oh god. Um I was at Mardi Gras actually and we were in the street and somehow the street just like filled up and we ended up in the middle of this gigantic crowd of, of this sea of people. You know shoulder to shoulder, where your arms are kind of like tucked up to your chest, there's nowhere you can go, and somebody starts pushing and you can feel the whole crowd like swaying like yep. it's like it's just water and it it mm-hmm. and, and i turn i turned to my friend I turned to my friends I'm like, we gotta get the fuck out of here now mm-hmm. it was it was very very unsettling
2: well I've seen you in in crowds in general at like Halloween horror nights, and for some reason you have a a distinct ability to see when someone else is going through some sort of medical situation. <laughs> okay. I've seen you at least twice. I believe you know, be right there when someone passes out, maybe
1: it's a, some sort of pheromone you let off. I don't know. That's
2: what it is. I, I make people pass out. Yeah.
1: But somebody else I was with also commented on, on when they go out with me, they usually don't have any trouble finding me because they locate the nearest open space. And they find me there. It, they, they said it's the weirdest thing. I can just look around and find where there's less people, and you'll be there. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I'm like, you know, I never really thought about that. But, yeah. And I, I want to say it was you, Greg, because when we went to I, – I think we went to Best Buy or something. and you yeah, were looking, it was me. And you were looking for me, and you were like, oh, yeah, I just need to find the open spot. Oh, and there he is.
2: Yeah. But either way, uh, first of all, our condolences to all of the people that were were – uh, the families of the people that were murdered. Uh, there's a lot of people murdered. Sorry, killed. Yeah, I guess technically it was a murder, but not really. Uh, Fuck
1: you, Travis Scott.
2: And uh, all of the, you know, <laughs> all of the people that um, that are still injured. You know, there's people that are there's young kids that are going to be changed forever. Punctured yep. lungs, yeah. uh, ribs, uh, torn hamstrings that were torn like slowly. So it wasn't like oh my a, god, quick, easy quick easy to fix you
1: know, surgery Holy from cow. some of the things I was writing. Yeah. Every single dollar from that concert should go to the families. Nobody should make any money off of that concert. That's pretty the, much what's going yeah, to happen. The promoters, the performers, nobody should receive any money from that concert. It should all go to the families of the people mm-hmm. who were who were killed. I did again, hear on injured.
0: on NPR on the drive to work, that uh, he's gonna pay for like all their funerals or something.
2: Yeah, funerals and hospital expenses. And, yeah. Which is, I mean, <laughs> that's like a little. Um, that's you like, know, it's funny. You, you hear that, and then you, and I'm not that, I'm not super cynical on that. I'm like, okay. But then I then hear that, off, and I, I almost feel, feel
1: like that's a slap in the face.
0: In a weird way, I see why you, you would say
2: that. Yeah and i but i also know you know there's probably there's lawyers involved but also he went to a damn after party there's not a single person i know that i would consider a friend that would be in that sort of situation and wouldn't just go home or go to see where they could help not going to a fucking after party at dave and busters and getting like getting drunk with yeah them. it's like finishing your night it's like a, you had a you had a concert Go out. <laughs> that was a good time. That was a weird night. Yeah. Let's go play skee ball. Right. No, like anyway. Let's let's go to some some cooler stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will eventually talk about this because uh, I'm reading it right now. I'm reading the Dave Grohl uh, autobiography, nice. which is fantastic. It's great. But uh, in the middle of, of reading this, I get a little message on my phone that there's a movie coming out called Studio Six Six Six, and uh, go on. I'm. Uh, Dave Grohl and his Foo Fighters bandmates star in a film they shot in secret. So they, they shot this while they were making their most recent album, um, their 10th album. And this they kind of added a story to it. So they rent an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their 10th album. Trouble is, frontman Dave Grohl is creatively blocked, and when evil forces in the house sink into his subconscious, or his consciousness, the creative juices begin flowing, but so does the blood. Uh... <laughs> I I love me a good rock and roll movie. I love me a... What I like even more is a bad rock and roll movie.
0: So does the blood.
2: (laughs) So I love me a bad rock and roll movie. And uh, this is what Dave Grohl says. After decades of ridiculous music videos and numerous music documentaries under our collective belts, it was finally time to take it to the next level. A full-length feature horror comedy film. Like most things, Foo Studio 666 began with a far-fetched idea that blossomed into something bigger than we ever imagined. Filmed at the same house where we recorded our album, Medicine at Midnight. I told you that place was haunted. We wanted to recapture the classic magic that all our favorite rock and roll movies had, but with a twist. Hilarious gore that fucking rocks. (laughs) (laughs) And now with the help of Tom Ortenberg and the team at Open Road Films, uh, let's see. We can finally let this cat out of the bag, keeping our best set. Our best-kept secret for two years. Be ready to laugh, scream, and headbang into your popcorn. Studio 6666 will fuck you up. Uh, other people acting in this are going to be uh, see Taylor Hawkins, Nate Mandel. Of course, these are the members of the Foo Fighters. Pat yeah. Smear, Chris Shivlett, Rami Jaffe. So those are the, the members of the band. Uh, Whitney Cummings, who was in the show Whitney. Nice. She's a, a comedian. I love her. It's funny. Uh, you, know Leslie, you know Leslie Grossman. She's the blonde woman that, like, always plays. She's on like American Horror Story and stuff, and she always seems to play like a pissy, like, uh, vapid, vapid agent. Yes. like, like, oh my god, would you just yeah. die already? Yeah, like, I know gonna, who she is. Like, hurt. Yeah, uh, Will Forte, uh, Jenny or- Jenna Ortega, and Jeff Garland, who I love,
0: and me. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: I am so excited about this. I'm like, so- I'm like beyond excited about this movie. When's, when's the release date? Uh, somewhere in February. Okay. So not too far away, but I am I am all over this, and uh, it's called Studio Six Six Six. Like I said, go see it. That sounds awesome. Uh, any other news since I rambled? No, I don't have any.
1: No, I mean we could discuss that the the bit of news that was that was put in the <clears throat> patron chat with the uh, other movie. What was that? The one that's supposedly oh, oh, got you were... faint. Oh. With the auto stories like that. And I'm like, I, I find that those stories I, I find that stories like that are really generally kind of sensationalistic. Sure. And it doesn't I, When when they go that extreme, I'm always disappointed. And I'm like, this isn't that somebody made those fucking stories up. This is this or is be ridiculous. Like...
2: People were leaving the theater and like, okay, one person left the theater and oh, another person left. Okay,
1: good. People were leaving the theater. (laughs) People were, but, but what they don't tell you is that people were leaving the theater because it sucked or to go, they they weren't leaving because they were, they were fainting or because they were just, they, they just couldn't handle it. They were leaving because it was terrible. Yeah.
2: What was the name of that movie? Like Titania or something? Titane. Yeah. Titane. So this is by the same person that made the movie Raw. Which I believe is famous for a scene in which uh, someone eats a bites into a piece of raw chicken, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, so, and this is about someone who has a titanium implant put in her Plate.
1: skull. Yeah, they, they had like a car accident or some shit, <clears throat> and, and it makes them like
2: fall a... in love with machines.
1: Yeah. So, so the story is is that people are actually fainting they're they're so overwhelmed that they're just fainting in the movie theaters and one one girl next to this guy had a panic attack and then they go on to describe parts of the movie where like this girl is attracted to machines and in one scene she has sex with a car and she gets impregnated by the car resulting in a baby that's half human and half car, I guess? Well, if you
2: guys don't don't remember, there was that Volkswagen a few years ago that had a recall because it kept on getting people pregnant.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. Duh. And then she, like, lactates motor oil. I'm like, this sounds fucking ridiculous. ridiculous." How in the hell could anybody be so distraught over this that they faint or have a panic attack? This sounds ridiculous. This sounds like the kind of movie I'm gonna watch, but it sounds ridiculous.
0: Uh, oh no no didn't we're watching it
2: for
1: that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> all of the all of the people that
2: fainted uh, during this movie were actually Amish and had never seen a car. And never is right. Or a movie.
1: Or or a motion picture. I, is it yeah. just me? Am I the only
0: one wondering like so she has sex with a car, right? Which
1: it's not just you. Which part?
0: <laughs> I can car, tell you
1: right now whatever it is you're thinking what, it's not just you. What part of the car? What I don't totally I don't mean to sound well, inexperienced,
0: hood Maybe. I just don't understand. Maybe the hood ornament? I guess. Well,
2: well listeners, if you know a part of the car. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. stick shift.
0: W- uh, in which, part w- which part of the car ejaculates exactly? I don't remember
2: that in the You guys don't know
1: a car We do not. I, I, I missed that page in the manual. I, I don't know which part of the car ejaculates. <laughs> <it>. Listen, but <laughs> yes, I well, didn't Well, take...
2: well listeners, uh, if you want to write in and tell us what part of the car you would have sex with. We are looking forward to receiving your emails, particularly you jubbles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. But I expect uh, that, d-
0: if he does it, I expect it to be like a romance novel.
2: Like I want it to be. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Like Fabio on the cover and shit.
2: Our eyes met on the third floor of the parking garage. <laughs> <drop. laughs> well, my eyes met her headlights. Ah, <laughs> uh, get it? <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. Nicely done. Uh, so, did we find any Florida stories? Um, <laughs> like, oddly enough, it's a dude that was having sex with a car. I uh, I found several. So, what it was was... Uh, the, the, oh, God.
0: The, 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 <laughs> the Florida... No, let me, like, let me explain. Uh, this is going to be quick. But the Florida man stories that I found, like, some of them were, like, they were really heavy. Like, they weren't... I didn't find any fun ones. Um, so, I did find the most WTF Florida man headlines of all time. <laughs> So, uh, I thought that'd be fun to just kind of, like, scroll through that real quick. Um, and some of them you might remember. Florida Man Caught on Video Licking Doorbell.
1: I remember yeah, that, yep. yeah. We talked about it. Uh-huh. I know. I yeah. believe he had a,
2: a very familiar last name, too. Was it your cousin, Greg? I believe it was very... Uh, wasn't it a Rob
1: last name? <laughs> it, it was not. It doesn't say The here. doorbell... Belonged to people oh, that's who had was. my last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what was. Um,
0: Florida man dies after winning roach eating contest.
1: That just that's disgusting. Uh, the thirty two year old not I would uh, I would want to die after I won that contest too. <laughs>
0: I d I don't even understand. Like so he was a thirty two year old and it says he noshed on roaches and worms as part of a python winning contest at a reptile shop. It doesn't get much more Florida than that. It says, "That's
1: uh, true." I, wow.
0: I, oh my god, I can't. I can't even. I, do it. I remember that one too. Uh, actually, uh, Florida man takes a golf cart on wild ride through Walmart. <laughs> witnesses. That sounds fun. Yeah, witnesses told. There's witnesses, literally
2: one of those people in every retiree town.
0: Of course, the man demanded in to Florida. speak to a manager before barricading the entrance to the adjoining liquor store. I think the guy just wanted a drink. Okay, that's fine. Um, Florida man gets arrested for repeated, uh reportedly tossing a gator into Wendy's. Through a live alligator. We
2: covered that one. Through the, yep.
0: Through the drive-through in Loxahachi. And where's the other one? Oh, Florida man told the officer who pulled him over that he was taking swigs of bourbon only when he was stopped at lights and stop signs. So he was not <laughs> drinking and driving. Drinking
1: and driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so florida <laughs> uh
2: I, I, what, i'm sorry I, see I, I need to point a, out that the, person the re- i, I want to see that person explaining to someone that he knows like a friend or something and be like no 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 get this i told him that i was only drinking when stopped
0: <laughs> well listen he's not drinking and driving i mean technically it's yeah. true i just thanks for the loophole buddy and uh, finally, Florida man attacked an ATM for quote giving him too much money. <laughs> one one Florida man's dream is this Florida man's nightmare. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just so funny. How do you attack an ATM? Would he like take a bat? Does it? I, there's the full article's not here, but I I can't help. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just so stupid. There's there's more, but let let's just move on.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 waiting for the inevitable collision course between this podcast and someone we actually know.
0: Oh my god, uh, <laughs> the Florida man segment.
2: Yes. Yeah, I hope not. It's inevitable. Yeah. That's we're two we're two ping pong balls bouncing around in the same little like bingo twirler, <laughs> and eventually we're gonna collide. Uh, oh, if you want to be one of those friends of the show, you can become a patron. It is just $5 to become a patron and help out the show. Uh, you get, of course, added to our Discord chat. You get early access to our top five list. Uh, you get to figure out the movie that we're discussing so early so that when we actually discuss it, you're like, oh, I saw that. And it's not a spoiler because I know how mad you'd be if we just spoiled, like, you know, Revenge of the Nerds 2. Or... A Sound of Thunder. Uh, God damn, It's back... <laughs> Uh,
0: your goddamn it was so sincere just now you're like motherfucker
1: i was trying to think of one that wasn't that so i didn't get reminded (laughs) he had almost scrubbed it from his memory omar you son of a bitch we went like seven
2: episodes without mentioning that movie and it was too many Uh, you also get a birthday episode where we get to make up a top five list about you there are other levels as well where you get to curate episodes and we're gonna have one of those soon uh so those are some higher levels. You can see all of that fun stuff: Patreon.com dot slash Give Me Five Podcast. Somebody's gonna curate one soon. Uh, yeah, That's exciting! Our uh, patron of unusual size, Alex. Yay! Right, cool. um, we're gonna—he's—he's—he's he's, he's got some stuff planned for us. We've all been busy, so I gotta kind of n- nail that down. So we're, we don't have to eat roaches, do we? Uh, we don't. But <laughs> all right, fine. You. Okay, <laughs> So, now it's our regular topics, and so we've got, uh, let's see, what, Finch, we've got Foundation, and there's one other thing, right? Night Teeth. Yeah. Night Teeth. Nice. So, uh, I guess I'll start off with Finch. Do it. It sounds interesting.
1: I think we should end with Night Teeth, since I think we all saw it. Greg, did you watch it too?
2: Yeah, I did. Okay, good.
1: Well, that works. So,
2: fin- actually, let's it's end with Foundation just because it's kind of the biggest one of all of them. I try to you know, lead into the big movies, but uh, Finch is actually kind of a big movie. This is a movie that showed up on Apple TV. I saw the you know when you when you're scrolling around on on an Apple TV or whatever, and you stop on something, you get like that trailer that auto plays at the top of the screen. And I saw that there was a new Tom Hanks movie, and the last Tom Hanks movie I watched on Apple TV was uh, the, uh, Greyhound about the the uh you know world war Two ships and stuff like that was very good uh finch is basically it's well first of all it's uh released it was released uh november 5th 2021 directed by uh miguel Sapochnik, Sapochnik, uh starring tom hanks caleb landry jones marie wagonman oscar via and there's a couple more people but that's pretty much it a synopsis on a post-apocalyptic earth a robot built to protect the life of his creator's beloved dog learns about life love friendship and what it means to be human uh this is basically what what happens and they don't they don't spend too much time on this uh, there's a solar flare that happens that basically evaporates the ozone layer and makes earth largely uninhabitable like instantaneously uh, so it's not, like, any sort of, like, political pandering or anything like that. It's just, boom, it happens, and you can't go outside, and there's nothing alive anymore, basically, that was outside. Uh, if you if you put your hand outside, you're going to – you basically start burning immediately like, uh, like a vampire. Uh, Tom Hanks is the lead. This is another one of those movies where Tom Hanks is basically talking to nobody the whole movie or, you know, like talking to a volleyball or talking to a robot or a dog. Uh, and he is living in like an underground bunker. He clearly has some sort of skills, like he could build robots and things like that. He wears a
1: skills,
2: yes, skills that pay the bills. Uh, he's got like a little, a uh, little droid that he follows, that follows him around. It looks like the Mars Rover with like the, the little tiny guy with the like six wheels. Um, so he, uh, goes and gets what he needs and goes back into this bunker uh, so it's it's very much like a human version of Wally, just going out doing some stuff, coming back to his place. Um, and he uh, eventually he's a, one of the things he's doing is he's building a humanoid robot. And you're like, okay, well, he needs a helper, so he builds this robot. And throughout his finding stuff, he's working on this thing, and he basically there are some very subtle hints as to what's really going on, and those involve. Um, you know, books that you can kind of see about, like, human exposure to ions or uh, solar ions and things like that. So, and by the way, spoiler, we did a spoiler alert at the beginning. So eventually he realized he has to leave because of these massive dust storms that are coming up, and they basically decide to head west. Uh, and there's no real giant explanation that just, he just needs to get to... Uh, the uh golden gate bridge because he's a postcard that he wants to see it Um, obviously i've kind of hinted enough so if you are worried about spoilers go away uh he is dying and he wants to see it before he dies so he does that there's a couple interesting things that happens but the robot is um slowly able to start understanding the robot is learning and he's programmed this robot to keep learning, and he's uploaded a bunch of information. So it's, he clearly knows what he's doing. And then there's this dog named Goodyear. Um, the Most of the interaction is, at a certain point is him trying to teach this robot how to take care of the dog because he's like, look, the only thing you need to do is save this dog's life, keep this dog alive. And the dog, being a little bit concerned about this robot, doesn't really know what he's doing so there there's a lot of this like interaction but i was riveted the whole movie i thought it was very good um obviously there's some things where like well uh, how do you make a a perfect robot that can learn and work better than any robot we current have under extreme circumstances with no help like i get that is probably a problem but the interaction between the between him, the dog, the robot, his backstory is interesting, uh, and just the little hints of hope, like at one point they find an area where the um, nature is pro- possibly healing itself because you see some butterflies flying around. Um, when they get to San Francisco, you can see that there's that the Golden Gate Bridge has uh, plants growing over it, and it's like the only plants you've seen. So like your kind of small Wally moment. So it's. I really liked it. Um, I watched it very late at night. Thought I would just watch a little bit of it and kind of went through the whole thing. Um,
0: oh, you and, got like uh, sucked in. You couldn't stop.
2: Yeah. And like Tom Hanks is an incredible actor. Um, if I had to say there was something that's a little bit weird, the the robot at the beginning, like the robot starts learning and they do it very subtly where his language starts getting better and he starts walking better and being able to do things and kind of come up with his own ideas and he's able to drive the rv and that kind of stuff but very early on when the robot is kind of learning, the whatever voice process they do on his voice he sounds a little bit like borat <laughs> so <laughs> like just enough to where it's like kind of funny it's like they do this like weird like pitch thing at the end where like everything kind of goes up and i think that's what makes him sound like borat You're like i have a dog like i don't know i can't do it but like it's just there's a couple times where i'm like that's kind of boratty but then it it tapers off, or I just got used to it, one of the things. The movie gets weird so, yeah.
0: when they go cross-country to find Pamela Anderson.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> exactly. The robot is wearing a... That's uh, when it n- got <laughs> weird? The, the robot is wearing a neon green mankini. Yeah, that's hot. It's pulled up into his little robot, but... Uh, oh, that's no, how you it's... have sex
0: with a car. Okay, I got it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Yeah! Excellent, excellent. So, uh, I, I would say it. watch it. If you liked, I mean... Tom Hanks is an incredible actor if you like castaway if you like robot movies if you like post apocalyptic movies this is an interesting view that it's it's a beautiful movie uh visually um and uh and I I enjoyed it Excellent. So, definitely definitely yeah. want to see that.
1: Yeah. I um, Yes. <laughs> yes, I I was I was just going to interject that we did actually forget some news. Oh. Oh. Oh, uh, what's-his-face? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say.
2: Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Dean Stockwell. That's why a 97-year-old should never go to a Travis Scott concert. <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever <laughs> well, that said. came a
0: circle. I didn't see that coming.
1: <laughs> Al from Quantum Leap.
0: Yeah. That was a good show. That was a good one. I did like that show. Um... Should we, so, so you what, want to finish with Foundation, so should we get
2: into nineteenth? I, yeah, I guess so. So, uh, you guys talk. I'm gonna <laughs> shut the hell up. Uh, alright, well, it came out. So, well, no, we want you to participate, that's why everybody's yeah. on it. I'm not completely shutting up, I'm just not leading the charge. Got it, got it. I'll lead your charge. Um,
0: October 16th, 2021. It was a Tuesday. I have no idea what day it was, but that's the day that Night Teeth came out. Um, it's on Netflix, and it's even it's a Netflix production. Um, it was a Saturday. It, oh, okay, that makes sense. It stars um, is it Jorge or George? Either way, Lendenborg Junior, George Lendenborg Junior, Debbie Ryan, uh, Lucy Fry, Raúl Castillo, Alfie Allen. Marlene Forte and a bunch of other people, um, some of which you've heard of, like um, Megan Fox makes an appearance, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that.
1: And we all know, we all remember who Alfie Allen is, right?
0: <clears throat> yes. Yep. From Bayon. Uh, yep. Senor uh, Reek. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it's funny seeing him. Like when I see those characters, all I can. All I can see is those characters. Like it's hard for me to see him as anything else. Um, did did yeah. you ever watch Vikings? Because the one of the main characters from Vikings is in this movie too. For a quick second, the the son. Yeah, the big blonde dude. He's like that he's, surfer.
2: Also currently, yeah, and he's also currently the the wrestler in the movie in the show Heels. Oh really?
1: Mm. Okay.
2: Um... <clears throat> So the synopsis a
0: college student moonlighting as a chauffeur picks up two mysterious women for a night of party hopping across LA but when he uncovers the blood their bloodthirsty intentions and their dangerous shadowy underworld he must fight to stay alive Um yeah that's a good synopsis An- initial thoughts
2: Stylistic as hell and I loved it the the opening sequence with the Everything reflected on those shiny cars going through the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome. Uh, as a th- as a 3D artist, I show a video very similar to that uh, in my class. And I don't know if that's where they got the inspiration, but it's very synthwave. It's very shiny. It's very neon. And it's it's super cool. And on top of that, I think the rest of the movie holds up just as much. It was not like, well, the budget went to that. I guess that's the movie. Um and I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, and 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 I would have to agree with that because you know, I I thought this movie was really fun, but essentially it's a mob movie with a vampire twist, right? Yeah. 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 So the it's it's really creative, it's lots of fun. There there's nothing too really out of the box when it comes to the vampires. So it doesn't really make you question the vampire lore, but what that does is that allows you to just sit there and enjoy the movie. I mean, so often these movies get to the finish line and there's something that, you know, makes me go, "Oh, come on, man. What?" But I mean, I really kind of felt like this movie avoided that and they just tucked everything up nice and neat. I I would definitely consider seeing a sequel to this movie, but honestly, I'd be okay if if one didn't um if one didn't show up simply because it ended so well. I really liked how they how they clipped this one off, but possibly left it open for another one. And they, I, I think they just, I think they hit it out of the park with this one. This was, this was a really enjoyable movie.
0: I, I love the visuals as well, like the whole movie, that style. The intro mm-hmm. that that Greg that you referred to, <clears throat> it was so well done. It was so, like you said, stylistic. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into with this movie because I didn't. I sometimes I just like to like start watching a movie. I had no idea what I was stepping into. I didn't watch anything. Um. I wasn't sure for a minute or two if it was animated. But if the movie itself was animated, because that's how it looked. Like, And I don't right. mean that in a bad way. It, look, it looked awesome, but I was like, is this an animated film? Like, what's going on? And then
2: I think it was 3D graphics with a very reflective texture on the cars. And then instead of the usual uh, HDRI, which is a 3D nerdy thing, where they reflect, like, sky or or buildings or whatever, they were using actual footage to reflect off of things. So you could see the footage in the reflection.
0: That's cool. Okay, so it was like part CGI part it was like a hybrid thing? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Interesting.
2: Um, it was a fun movie that... You'd have to actually take my class to learn well, that. that. I'm not... In fact, that's actually my class, my lecture tomorrow is teaching that.
0: I'm not driving all the way up there twice a
1: day. <laughs> there. <What? laughs> It's six hours drives. So I'm not doing well,
2: that. Well, then you'll just have to stay ignorant, then won't you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how he prefers. Well,
2: yeah. sure. Just go around acting like Rob all the time. Oh, I ooh. see how it is. Oh damn!
1: <laughs> Baby, ignorance is bliss. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why I'm always happy. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. Except when I watched the Lion King remake. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, that makes you angry. Um, very. Angry. I
0: um the one of the things about this movie. Uh, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. You don't see anything really new. Um it seems like they took a couple of different vampire ideas from mm-hmm. various sources and kind of like combined them into one thing, like the truce you know between the people and the vampires and the mm-hmm. um the the territories. There's almost like a John Wickness to it in a way, mm-hmm. like in this one yeah. spot. It's neutral zone, you know that kind of stuff. Um, so there's nothing, there's nothing terribly new, but it's it's done well. It's fun. The acting's is is good. It's
2: it's it's fun. It's a fun movie, and it looks great. Yeah the uh, the club where people volunteer to be vampires. Yeah, food. I always find that the like orgasmic vampire like excited about being bit it's so weird. That is bizarre. I don't know. It's just yeah. weird. Don't don't. And a lot of movies do that. Yeah, I mean, even Midnight Mass, which we recovered just a couple of, like weeks ago, like people are like, ah, <laughs> like enjoying being eaten. It's like, Ugh.
1: well, but but in all honesty, that is that is a common ploy, simply because it makes it more plausible for the vampires to control their prey as opposed to biting them and just the the prey going ah and start screaming their yeah, head off. Because if they it. enjoy it while they're dying, then it can be a lot quieter. The other option that I've seen that I've seen vampire movies use is the trance. So they they basically hypnotize their prey and they just bring them over and 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 quietly consume them. But <laughs> num, 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 num. but yeah, it's it's very common in a lot of vampire movies. It's one of those two, usually. Very rarely, I, I want to say very rarely do you actually have the the screaming victim vampire bites.
0: I was gonna say like uh, that. I wonder how much the...
1: Unless the vampires are not feeding and they're just killing. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Because when the vampires are killing, it's different than when they're feeding.
0: Right. They're, like, attacking. It's not the same. Right. Um, I wonder how much, like, with the vampire movies evolving how they are, uh, you know, 20 years from now... Because a lot of the things that we've seen in the last whatever decade, I guess, it's, like, uh, vampires... The, the vampire idea, but with some kind of twist. Well, those twists are starting to become normal to me, it seems.
2: And maybe I'm wrong. There's, like, the initial vampires and then, like, the Anne Rice-inspired vampires. Right. Where it was, like, the, sec- the sexy vampire. Uh-huh.
0: And then, like, the true blood uh,
2: vampires. Yeah, sparkly vampires.
0: S- yeah, sparkly. <laughs> but, like, 20 years from now, a lot of this stuff that's really kind of... At the moment, new-ish will probably just be standard, and they're going to have they're going to have to think of some new, new twist.
1: God, I hope not. I hope I hope sparkly vampires never becomes a thing. I don't so think here,
2: here's my new vampire story. They're vampires, but they don't drink blood, and they're just normal people, <laughs> so they can go out in the sun. Yeah, they can go. In the they sun. drink almond milk. So are they like actually not vampires? Like no, they're still vampires, but they're not vampires.
0: You mean like Blade? No not like
2: blade <laughs> blade is half vampire this is no vampirism whatsoever they just like wearing black so they just kind
0: of live a long time no no they die in 80 years <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they so so what's the point of the movie to make money from me <laughs> It sounds like an episode of The Real World, so, like, where <laughs> where are we? What's happening? Yeah. What?
2: Vampire, what roommates. vampire roommates. Vampire roommates. Oh, there already is a show about vampire roommates, and it's awesome.
0: He's got his teeth out, but he's, like, studying for an exam. <laughs> Everyone's a fucking...
2: Oh, my God. Thanks, well, Danzig. The Glenn Danzig story. Okay, so let's uh, – so I, I actually watched this a while ago. We just ca- happened to be covering it now. Like It was one of those when I saw the ad for it or the, saw the trailer for it. I immediately put it on and got sucked in by that opening sequence and watched it probably – I don't know what – like, yeah, probably about uh, right around when it came out, October 16th. Oh. So I kind of don't remember the ending you were talking about.
0: I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm not at the ending. Oh, so. I have 20 minutes left. But you can spoil it if you want. To. I
1: don't care.
2: Like, of course, there was uh, the breaking of the truce because as soon as you hear of a truce in any movie, you know it's going to be broken. Sure. It never had a
1: chance. Oh, of course. That's like when somebody flips a knife around and the camera focuses in on it. You're like, that's going to be important later. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. But if you, if I don't know if you guys, if you want to spoil it,
1: that's fine.
2: But I, um, whatever.
1: I remember the ending. Well, I, that's that's the point. Do you want to do you want to take your earphones out? Well, the the driver takes them back to the house where they meet up with Alfie Allen, who's successfully engineered his coup. He's taken over like all the vampire all the vampire um, mobs, I guess, in town. Yeah Yeah, the 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 families, and it's about to be open season on humans, and he's got to stop it. So he he brings them back. Um, he's kind of fallen in love with the one girl vampire, Debbie Ryan, who kind of looks like Hannah Montana, I think. That's part. funny that you say that, because um, she,
0: she started on Disney. Yeah. She was...
1: D- did anybody else think that? Like, when they were looking at pictures of her, it was like, doesn't she kind of look like Hannah Montana?
0: I guess, yeah.
1: <laughs> or Miley Cyrus, whatever. or whatever. Um... Anyway, he's kind of fallen in love with her. The blonde chick is totally annoying. um, But she's dying. And he's concerned about her. So he goes in and finds out that his brother's been... been... uh, captured and locked up for food. And is being drained. So he comes up with this plan. And he crashes the car through the front window. Letting in the sunlight. He beats Alfie Allen... Uh, burns him up and the girl burns up because she was trying the blonde girl burns up because she was trying to kill him his friend had been stabbed the girl he was in love with had been stabbed so he had her feed on him and then she had him feed on her so he's being turned into a vampire he's not quite a vampire yet when the movie ends because he can still stick his hand into the sunlight but you can tell that he's kind of turning working that way Uh yeah, yeah. okay and so it ends with uh, her picking him up in a car and he's like popular or, you know, he walks past some people in there and they notice the change in him and he's like, hey, you guys want to go for a ride? And they get in the car and drive off. Yeah. Okay. I did absolutely no justice to that ending, but the way it played out, it was actually really good.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the whole thing was fun. I mean, is it a, is it, Groundbreaking? No. Is it something fun to watch? Is it stylist You know, very stylistic and cool, like you know, like a John Wick movie. We've said. And
1: is like... it? Is it worth the hour and a half or two hours or whatever sure. it is to watch it? Absolutely. It's a beer movie. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. It's very. Oh, the
2: enjoyable. dude's super likable too.
1: Who the main character? Yeah. Yeah. Oh he's yeah, like and he's Andy? a musician.
0: He's doing his own like beats and stuff. That was funny.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. loved
0: Benny. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good flick. It's definitely worth. Uh, worth some time if you're hanging
2: out with friends. Yeah, and that's Teeth on Netflix. You should watch it so that it might get a sequel. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the future. Oh, geez. I tend to not cover the. We tend to not cover these super heavy sci-fi things on this show because one, there are sci-fi fans out there that are completely and utterly like, well, you know what actually happened is this it's and. Right. And then I'm going to have to drive And You know the there
1: couldn't be a fire on that level of the enterprise cuz there's actually 87 different fire extinguishers yeah, scattered and- all throughout <laughs> the
2: If I want to be able to keep doing a podcast, I can't be driving around the country beating up nerds. Okay, I have a
0: couple uh, you know I have a bone to pick with you and I'm going to do it in Klingon. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I
2: got back. What? Are you did you get a hairball? I know. I just I just said I'm going to you, you actually with your... just said Omar's mother was a goat <laughs> in Klingon. It was It was perfect Klingon. I am so ah, angry. How did you know? It was Wait. actually a tribble I was going for. Sorry, I'm a little rusty. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> mother is a tribble. <laughs> I believe we have a name for the episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Get... Mother's a tribble. I'm going to get an angry letter from Omar, mother. Who loves me, by the way, and kept art that I drew in high school up on her refrigerator for, years. for, like, for like 10 for years. For so 15. many years. Yeah. Yeah. Of someone eating chicken, I Every believe. time I
0: <laughs> went to get food, there was you with our little blonde-haired friend, and he's eating chicken on my refrigerator. <laughs> and drawn by you. With,
2: with flies. Yeah, that's around. right. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, uh, so this is The Foundation, or Foundation, I keep on saying The, but it's Foundation. This is the... Uh, uh, it was released on... Uh, September twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one. This is a Apple TV series, uh, so it's not just a movie; it's a, a longer series. And it's not uh,
1: available anywhere except Apple TV, so yes. I'll never get to watch it.
2: So, um, it is uh, run and written by David S. Goyer, whose name you might know because he wrote uh, Dark Dark Knight as well as a bunch of other um, pretty awesome things. Uh, starring Lou Labelle. Uh Jared Harris, Lee Pace, Terrence Mann, Leah Harvey, Laura Byrne. Uh do you know Jared Harris? Do you guys know Why him? Why is that it's familiar? Uh, well, okay, for, well first of all, his his family is like uh acting royalty. Uh his his father was the guy that that uh the gladiator meets in the jail at the beginning of the movie, like the old guy. Oh really? Yeah. Um, he, but he he was the one that like passed away. Oh. But Jared Harris, he was on Mad yeah. Men. He's he's British actor. I see him. has uh, a little bit of a space between his teeth. He's a great um, actor. You ever? Wait,
1: he was he was the slaver in Gladiator, or he was one of the slaves. He was
2: one of the the slaves, oh, like the okay. the really old guy. Um, not Jared, uh, not Jared Harris, but the, his dad. father was. But um, he's an incredible. I'm, he's a really good actor. And Lee Pace, uh, is one of the elves in The Hobbit. He's he's Ronan the accuser and guardians of the galaxy and uh captain marvel uh also an incredible actor so let's just get this out there every performance in this show is a plus um i i i love it um i started you know i I watched the first episode i was like okay this is kind of cool but then dune came out and a couple other sci-fi things came out that when you're kind of trying to understand two very distinctly different worlds in sci-fi, like, it breaks my brain because I can be like, well, that can't happen because all of the sandworms... Oh, no, sorry, that's the wrong show. <laughs> you know, like, like, it just kind of... I want to start and finish the whole series before I move on, so I figured I'd wait for a few episodes to come out so I can, like, immerse myself. Um, all the performances are fantastic. Now, this, because it is an Asimov book and uh, very famously hard to record or film... There's a lot of people that are complaining, like sci-fi nerds are complaining about, oh, you know, this this book is supposed to be about the different, you know, science and math versus religion and uh, spirituality. Like, that's kind of the long and short of it. But that works well in books because you can put that philosophy in there. It's boring as shit if you make that the only thing that it's about. So they did change and, you know, add actual – action and you know weapons and people are like well now it's just star wars but it's not uh, so i really really enjoy this and there's a a thing and like rob you you read a lot of fantasy novels and stuff like that i
1: i do and and i just have to throw it in because i thought it was who i was thinking of the his father richard harris yeah he was the good dumbledore
2: yes 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 yeah he was the he, it, the he first was the one.
1: dumbledore in the first two movies that everybody loved yeah he was mm-hmm. awesome
2: not the good Dumbledore yes. That is true, and he passed away right around that time. Yeah, right,
1: just after the second movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing I find really interesting. So this this story, and I'm like, I, it's going to be too hard to kind of spell it out. But basically, it is a tale of a thousand years of a of a galactic and a giant galactic civilization, like thousands of planets, and. The, basically, uh, the Jared Harris character, he is a mathematician that kind of comes up with this thing called psycho, oh, it's like... Psycho, psycho, history. psycho history, where it's like using math to determine what's going to happen, and he determines that the civilization is about to fall. So they kind of shuffle him off to this this one planet where he can basically gather all of these, like, mathematicians and people that kind of believe in that. And then there's another group of people that are kind of more religious and they're like shuffled off to another world. And... But the big thing is – and the thing I find interesting is the leaders of this galactic thing are – it's three leaders and they are all clones. Uh, there's Brother brother Dawn, Brother Day, and Brother Dusk. So there's always – see, whenever a decision has to be made, you always get the three perspectives of the the younger one that's just learning – the Brother Day who's kind of like the the figurehead and that's Lee Pace and then Brother Dusk who's basically seen it all was you know was the other ones at one point and then is basically going to eventually be vaporized to make way for the next ones to kind of go Uh, and they're all clones of Cleon the First who was like the leader that brought everything together so even though they're leaders none of them are ever going to live up to the best leader that this thing ever had so there's kind of a lot a little bit of like uh i guess trying or a little bit of uh jealousy that they're never going to be as good as the original um so that's kind of the 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 background and this just kind of shows different parts it's they show different time periods they show they slowly put in parts of the lore there's some spirituality stuff they show um you know, this, this woman who's, like, kind of the last android cyborg whose job is to take care of these people, and she's like, yeah, you know, I'm so lonely. You I, you guys keep on just dying, and I keep on going, and it's – and, like, they don't really know what the person did before them. So, like, it, there's, there's an interesting part when one of them – when one of the Brother Dust is about to die where she kind of knows that he's going to try to run away from the thing that vaporizes him at the end. And does this kind of cool, like, little thing where she puts her hand up, and it's almost like, yeah, I've done this, like, 30 times. I know you're going to try to run and to, to not die. It's it's kind of interesting. Like, don't even try me. Just die. <laughs> uh, So I think it's good. I think a lot, you know, there's definitely some people complaining online if you just kind of look around at stuff. But maybe it's because I don't understand the books or because I haven't read the books. I don't know if I necessarily want to get into a series of books that has... Like you said you started reading it, right Omar? Yeah, I
0: got it. I, it's something that I'd heard of and it's a foundation, you know, especially the first one. There's a it's a series of books, but it's at the it's it's included if not at the top of if you look up any like, you know, best sci-fi books of all time, top 10 whatever, top 20 whatever. That book is going to be in most of them and it's number 1 in, in in a few of them. And so I'd seen those over the course of some years and I like sci-fi. So finally I picked it up uh, I think like a year ago, and um, started reading it. And it is dense. I mean, you're walking into a fully formed culture, and with background and like it's it is very dense. It's very complex, and I I found myself losing my way a little bit as I was reading, and I don't like that. I don't. I want to get all the details, so I would try to like go back. So I, I put it down. And when I'm feeling that kind of vibe again, I'm going to go back to it. But um, so I think maybe I, I I only got into the.
2: Not many. So you got the you got the initial one uh, probably, yeah, the, the first one 51 yeah. <laughs> I probably got like maybe two dozen pages in,
0: something like that.
2: Um, yeah, this is actually interesting because we were trying to figure out a top five for this episode. We might possibly still be able to do this, but one of the ones Rob suggested was you know books series that didn't end because the author died, mm-hmm. um, or
1: that or that. Ones that were finished by somebody else because the right. author died in the middle. Yeah,
2: and this is kind of one of those. And the one you just read is kind of one of those. And Dune, which we just talked about, oh, is okay. kind of one of those. So it's almost like we could do a top five list, like, together. Because, like, there's not a huge amount of them, and, but... And they're...
1: Patrick Rothfuss will be one of those.
2: Because you're going to murder him?
1: Maybe. <laughs> and George R. R. Martin probably will not survive till the end of his series. <laughs>
2: Dude, every time you say that, I'm so scared to
1: check the news the next day.
2: <laughs> how many books is, has he, is there other five
1: I think he's only done five I think yeah. five was the yeah. last one a dance yeah. a dance of dragons I think something like that yeah there's there's a bunch of there's like prequels there's
2: prelude to foundation written in 88 for the foundation 1991 foundation trilogy foundation was just the original one 51 foundation and empire 52 second foundation 53 so he wrote those three uh, in the 50s uh, Asimov did and eventually I think it tied in the robots uh all of his robot stories as well. Like there was a connection point. Oh that I have heard that. Th- yeah. Um and then and his other series, which I don't know. But he was brilliant. this happens like way far in the future, too. It's like the year twenty thousand ninety five right. or like twenty thousand nine hundred and fifty or something like that. It's like I don't know the exact years, but it's way far in the future. Uh I love living in this world when watching it and usually when there's shows like that are like this and I just turn them off and that's it but this one I was kind of mentally begging for like I wish other friends of mine were watching it so we could kind of discuss it mm-hmm. um, which you know like a Game of Thrones kind of situation where it's like oh well what about this what's gonna happen here what's gonna happen here like I, I binged them all over the past couple of weeks and was like I thought they'd all come out, but like, oh crap, I have to wait for episode nine. So, definitely a good site. Um, you know, I've watched, I've been watching him, and then when I go to work or whatever, I've been listening to the podcast about, like, about the show with the writer. Oh, that's cool. So that he, and it's not ruining plot or anything like that, but that's where they're like, yeah, where, where he talks about what he wanted and because people are always worried about these big shows not having an ending he basically said that look when i when i first pitched this to apple tv i pitched the ending first to let them know that i know where this is going oh that's interesting Um, so so that you're not like stuck in a lost situation or a uh game of thrones where it's like what do we do now so um i think there's gonna be a there's a payoff i think i hope it keeps going i think it's doing well i don't know and uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. I, I very much enjoy it. I look forward to sitting down on my couch every, once a week and watching it. I'm looking forward mm. to seeing it too. Yeah. Well, you can come and sit up, sit down on my couch, watch it with me in your lap. Then we can talk. About you said? It. Yeah. Uh, I said I said on my couch, I'd... but you hear what you want to hear.
1: <laughs> I do believe that was exactly what he said.
2: That's <laughs> absolutely not what I said. But again, you hear what you want to hear.
0: I think we all heard. I have, a lap. I have, <laughs> I
2: have plenty of couch space, but also a very comfortable lap. Uh,
0: why would you tell me you have plenty of lap space? I know. <laughs> I think we know what you
2: said. Uh, those are not I think my. We all those, know those are what you not. Said. It's not the little Apple remote poking.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god! I can't do this anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <clears throat> very very good okay so uh take us out of here who's clicking someone's someone's clicking that is not talking.
1: me it's me that's I'm clicking. Okay. wait are we not doing a top five for this episode
2: uh we
0: didn't come up with one i so. didn't know what we settled on so i didn't pick either but
1: oh i did both
0: <laughs> that's pretty funny should we save them for another time
2: uh, no i think rob should just do it okay we just have to I'll, we'll just sign off on it at the end like we'll get a notary and we'll sign off and then cuz I'll has, do it to you here's what we're going to do rob's going
0: to say them and we will judge him harshly okay that works
1: <laughs> as this as we do not have a side b episode oh um, my god uh, Yeah, cuz we can't be the give me five podcast without a give me five list
2: fair. okay well well okay be the okay so what, which ones did you do you did the authors
1: that died what? no i did the um the one actor movies okay and I did the saddest scenes. Are you sure okay. you don't want to participate in that?
2: The saddest scene? Well, let's not do the saddest scenes one because I, I was, that's just an, I just threw that in there just because of um, a conversation that I saw on Reddit, actually. And I was like, wow, that's a good one for. Like, and I
1: saw th- a couple of those conversations and nobody mentioned like any of my movies. Okay, so we'll do that next time together. Like all. we'll, we'll find, we'll
2: find next time we do a movie that's remotely sad or when we can't think of a good question. Right. But you can do, let's. Because of uh, Finch, where it's Tom Hanks acting against nothing, mm-hmm. uh, or acting with a robot, basically, um, we were kind of throwing some questions out there. So we, of course, do a, usually do a side B if you're like new to the show, uh, and we usually throw questions out there. And uh, because we weren't doing a side B this time, we weren't going to have one. So I put the questions up to the patron chat room, and no one gave us any. It's all it's their fault, really. As but usual. we threw some out there, and Rob ran with it like a like a good little doober. So, Rob, <laughs> what are your what are your top I don't five? I know that I want to share now.
1: <laughs> you you it's a good thing to be a you, good little doober. You little bastard. <laughs> it's good, um it's good to be a good we, little doober. Are we Are we counting um robots as as not acting against someone even if the Correct. robot has a person yes. in it? Yes, I think that's fine. Because I because if that's the case, I would kind of throw in the, the sci-fi movie that we watched a while ago called I Am Mother. Do you remember that one? Oh, uh,
0: I've, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of that.
1: Where, where the girl is in the, the bunker or whatever, and she's slowly realizing that the robot is, like, training her and has gone through numerous iterations and has, like, killed all of her previous iterations for not passing tests and stuff. Uh, I did not watch that one. Oh, I thought you did. No. Anyway. um, At number five, yeah, I, I know it took a lot of grief, but I mean, I thought the movie was okay, and Will Smith was excellent in it. I'm going to go with I Am Legend.
2: I thought that was a great movie.
1: That would also be on yeah. my top, t-
2: top five saddest scenes, for the record.
1: Uh, it almost was on mine. I know what you mean. This, you're talking about the scene where he has to the kill other... his dog, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was not fun to watch. At number four, I've got Buried with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. At number three... That's also
2: on his top five favorite sexual fantasies.
1: Yeah, it is. At number three, I've got 1408. Okay. Okay. At number two, I've got another movie that I think took a lot of grief, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. And... It may have been the fact that I enjoyed it because it featured a woman in a bikini for almost the entire movie. And she looked good. And that's The Shallows. Yep. That's what sharks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sharks and bikinis. Uh, but number one has to be... you and goddamn sharks. No. <laughs> I saw another four shark pack movie at Walmart. <sighs> that may be happening at some point. Um... Number one has to be Castaway. Yeah, that's it. That is, I think that is like the gold standard for the single actor movie kind of thing. Yeah, that's somewhat of what I
2: what I put in there. I think I might put in what was that movie where the the woman got chained to the bed and then the the husband dies. Oh, the, and she's basically uh, Gerald's game. game? Yeah, King Gerald's game. game. Like she's basically acting alone to the bed, like mm-hmm. you know, to hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Technically, mm-hmm. The, so probably maybe I would have probably added that. Uh Finch is really good, that would have probably been in there, but you know, pretty Finch and uh and Castaway, you got some Tom Hanks situations. What about Life of Pi? Mm-hmm. It... Yep, Life of Pie. That qualifies, that does qualify, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's that up there. was a great movie. It was really well done.
0: Yeah. What about the road? But they're not really alone, but does just it... father and son, but they're kind
2: of Yeah, it's 'cause there's a kid there. So it doesn't really qualify? Yeah, I read that book. It's there's so many descriptive yeah terms to describe how dry things are in that book like i was so thirsty <laughs> read that book.
1: now now it would it would count if there are other people in the movie but it's only like fleeting appearances because there are other people in the movie the shallows but the bulk of the movie is just her against yeah. the shark yeah um, oh well, what
0: about uh, Book of Eli?
1: And there are other actors in the I Am Legend movie, so there's other characters in there, but it's still Will Smith, Alone. you know, as the only as the last human, or whatever. That's, yeah, and then he and then he cures the one girl and brings her back, so then she's human.
0: It, it's funny because the 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 story I Am Legend, like the short story mm-hmm. that it's based off of, is so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I've so heard that. different because it, it's written like in the 50s. Um, it's just it's bizarre. It's it's. Not bizarre, like I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like it's it's weird to see how different uh, those two things are.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I know it got some slack, but I don't care. Never can watch it again, mm-hmm. not because I didn't like it, but because of the one. Never scene. can watch it again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was funny. Um. Yeah. So I think that's good. I think. What else did I? I texted you the the other ones, right? The other lists? No, not the other list. I, I texted you the uh, some of the other uh, one-person movies. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's fine. So uh,
1: take us out of here, Rob. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Remember, there will be no Side B episode this week. Um, But if you would like to reach out and tell us how angry you are that we did not do a Side B episode, you can find us at com. You can find us on Facebook by searching for the Give Me Five Podcast. You can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at Give Me Five Pod, or you can email us directly, give me five podcast at gmail dot com. And remember guys, the five is always spelled out F I V E, not the number five. The number oh, the, five the, will get uh, you to some other jackasses.
2: Yes. Uh the yeah, uh, gravity would have been in there for me. Gravity. That the yes. one. That was good. Uh so and one hundred and twenty seven hours would be in there. Mm-hmm. So that would have probably taken the place of uh, Buried. Uh-huh. And uh, apparently, there's a movie called Lock, which I did not see, so it wouldn't have been in there for me. But it, I think that was the movie that made Tom Hardy a star.
1: Yeah, that that's a movie that I have to check out because I didn't know anything Lock. about that one either.
2: But I think that people, yeah, it's Lock with an E huh. at the end L O C K E. Like the show Lock and Key, like with the E. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I've never heard of that. And Tom Hardy's awesome. Like, yeah. I would. Well, okay. Maybe we'll have to watch that at yeah. some point for if only we did a podcast that reviewed old movies. Mm. Mm. Somebody should do that. Yeah. Hmm.
0: One day we can dream.
1: <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, that is our show for tonight. And please remember we want you to give us a.